Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Tuesday, the 17th of January. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined by the delightful Stevie Clifford for the second day in a row. Great to have you back on, Stevie. Hi, good morning, Derek. Good morning, everyone. Um, let's talk Rangers, but before we do that, just a quick word for our sponsor, uh, Seneca Medical Group. Uh, you know the spiel by now, folks, if you're looking to uh, reinvigorate the top of your head, then these are the guys to go to. They're the number one hair transplant corporation in Europe due to its elite hair restoration services and innovation techniques. Uh, to date, they've treated over 43,000 uh, hairless sufferers, uh, and their mission is a simple one, to change people's lives and restore their lost self-confidence. It's their vision to lead the hair restoration industry to new heights worldwide and offer the most advanced treatments at an affordable rate. Uh, and as you can see a little uh, ticker below, folks, we've still got that uh, tremendous offer on the site. Two pounds for two months worth of content. Head over to rangersreview.co.uk. Loads to talk about, Stevie. Uh, loads of news. We'll start off with some uh, transfer reports. Yesterday, it was reported down, uh, reports in Wales, suggesting that Rangers uh, interested in the Swansea forward, Morgan Whitaker. Uh, reports down there suggest that Rangers have had a, a bid turned down for him last week. 22 years of age, spent the first half on loan of the season on loan at uh, Plymouth Argyle. Uh, it was top goal scorer there. They were actually unhappy to, to lose him, to be honest. He scored nine goals uh, and uh, seven assists, I believe it is. Um, top player for them. He's been recalled by Swansea, I think, with the view of selling him. West Brom also credited with an interest. Um, what do you make of this, Stevie? I think we touched on it yesterday. A striker is certainly an area of the pitch where Rangers um, should be looking to strengthen this window. Yeah, certainly need to wait and see what happens with Kamar Roof. But um, I would I would think that if that bid, according to reports, has went in last week, then it's certainly something we've had in our mind for a, a couple of weeks at least, Derek. So interesting. I don't know a lot about the player. Um, I can't even no. say that I've... I've seen him before, so um, I'm kind of blind with regards to giving an analysis on, on what kind of player he is or or what to expect or or the possibility of what to expect if we were to progress this one. But um, the positive side is, you know, there's obviously things happen happening in the background. There's obviously, um, we're, we're looking to make moves and, and do things, but the concern is that, if bids are getting knocked back and we're already on the 17th, mm -hmm. then, you know, there's a wee bit of frustration on the length of time it's taken because surely these bids could have been in earlier if we'd identifying these players and and, and trying to, to make them part of the squad. So there's that, that wee side of it. Um, I think everybody will probably share that frustration. <clears throat> but hopefully now we're starting to see the business end of the transfer window and things will start happening quickly. Yeah, uh, lots of comments coming in. Uh, Simple Simon had a pie, says it uh, would have signed someone by now if we had any intentions. It is fair cracking on. We are on the 17th of the month now. Um, uh, yeah, and listen, uh, I think we could see on Sunday uh, where the, obviously Rangers need to strengthen, especially in, in those uh, midfield uh, areas. Um, but yeah, listen, Morgan Whitaker, a, a player. Um, unfortunately, I never seen him at a cover the Bolton games down here. They didn't play well. Came on as a substitute uh, in the game earlier on in the season when they beat Bolton 2-0 down at their place. Uh, I can't uh, say that he caught my eye in any way, shape or form, I've got to admit. And in, a, in the match recently, they played up at the 
uh, up in Bolton, a, a goalless draw, and he wasn't. He was he was recalled uh, just a couple of days before by Swansea, so he wasn't available for for Plymouth for that game. But certainly, by all accounts, uh, it was a star man for them. But but this is the, this is the thing, Stevie. That it's all right banging the goals in in League One in England, uh, but playing for Rangers, uh, even clubs in the Championship. I mean, we touched on Todd Cantwell. Yesterday, uh, if he was to join up with Rangers, uh, these players that are going to sign have never played for a club like Rangers. And that's why I think Michael Beal is wanting to look these players in the eye uh, to see if they have not only the talent, because I'm sure they do have the talent, but but the mentality and the character to play for this club. Well, you certainly have to have that, especially playing in front of the Ibrox crowd. As we know um, how difficult that can be. I wouldn't say it's hostile, but I would say that there's a certain level of demand that's put on you. And you have to be able to handle that. So th- there'll be a lot of that. But it's obvious, I think, um, that, and, and it's somewhat an indication of where we are, that we're looking at players and trying to identify players that have, have got a certain kind of ceiling, that we're looking then to bring players in that can come and peak for us and reach their heights and, and progress. And, and, and we can turn them around as such. So... That's obviously the market they're in. There's a slight frustration for me, Derek, that we aren't in a position. We spoke, Michael Beale spoke about, you know, just three, four weeks ago that he needs to get guys in that go straight into his first team and are starters. He doesn't need squad players. Now, without being ultra negative, I'm not sure that Morgan Whitaker would come straight into our team. Yeah. So this, this is a problem that we have. You know, are they identifying players that are more likely for the summer to come in and be part of the bigger picture? You know, it's just it's a slight concern that we maybe aren't going to identify ready-made first-team players. But obviously, in January, these guys cost a lot of money, especially because people don't want to get rid of these players. So I understand it, but as you see from the comments... You know, there is obviously, as, as Hugo says there, we need to be patient, yeah. that's understandable. But I understand people getting frustrated. We're more than halfway through the month. You know, this isn't suddenly a surprise, like, oh, we need a midfielder, we need a striker. This has been going on now, you know, for a long time and, and we should be aware. And the whole point in Ross Wilson is that, you know, he's he's actively aware of these things in the background. So it's a difficult one, but... Um, I, I share the frustration of people that are messaging in um, and I also understand the need to be patient. So it's a difficult one. Yeah, We really just need to be, we need to be a wee bit more active, I think. You know, I really would like to see some players in as, as quickly as possible. I looked at the fixture list last night, Derek, and we were discussing it, myself and uh, Cammy, on um, the podcast that we recorded and, and we were talking about it. Rangers are coming up for a lot of away games. There's a significant sort of spell. I think maybe we've only got two home games before we get to the League Cup final next month, which is yeah. just over a month's time. Um, so we don't have a lot of time to bed these guys in. We don't have a lot of um, opportunity where they could play and, and get game time and things like that. So they really need to come in and hit the ground running. And there's a lot of expectation and difficulty to do that. So it's really important we get it right. Don't get me wrong. So obviously I understand there has to be a balance, but there's just a wee bit of concern about the length of time we're taking to do things. 
Yeah, uh, Brian Moore gets in touch. He says, we've gone from talking to two to three pairs to no one coming in. Listen, we're speaking to Michael Beale later on this afternoon, folks, uh, in advance of the game tomorrow night at Kilmarnock. I'm sure he'll, he'll give us an update on how those conversations are progressing uh, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll post them on the site, of course, as soon uh, as we are made aware. Uh, good to have Ian Thompson <laughs> tuning in. He says, uh, morning, boys. Took the train to Edinburgh today so I could listen to the pod. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm not having this. Big Harry Cock gets in touch and says, uh, Derek, I thought you were brilliant in American Pie 2, Shermanator. Uh, do I look like the Shermanator, uh, Stevie? Between you and Adam last week, um, <laughs> you know, don't put up any of the comments about what people say about me. You know, I, I don't think I can take it, my fragile ego. So, um, but no, I, I can't say there's a resemblance, although the pattern's just as good, Derek. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll take that. Um, let's get to some interesting comments coming in here. Um, firstly, Scott Hammond says, seems PSV sniffing around Cantwell. Any updates? Wilson and the board have to back Beal. I do agree they have to back the manager. There's no doubt about it. The PSV stuff at the moment, uh, just noise as far as I'm aware. Uh, speaking to a Norwich fan yesterday down there, um, they seem to think that Rangers are the front runners for, for uh, Todd Cantwell, although nothing official as yet. Um, the longer this goes on, Stevie, do, do you get slightly concerned that it may not happen, or is it just one of those that we touched on patience earlier on and these negotiations take time? I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm only putting this out there, that possibly there's a deal done for Todd Cantwell in terms of maybe coming in the summer. And negotiations at the moment are around whether or not he can come now and mm. we can manage to get a deal for that. I would like it to be in that position. There's a suggestion that it might be in that position. So that's a question for Michael Beale today, I think. How far are we along? You know, are, is there any truth to these rumours? The thing about Michael Beale is that um, he's very honest. He's, he's very... Yeah. He, I think he would tell you. So it'll be an interesting one. You're always going to get teams linked and agents do that, you know, um, teams do that as well, just to be able to use them as a negotiation point as well. So I'm not I'm not concerned about that. Listen, if Todd Cantwell wants to come to Rangers, he'll come to Rangers, you know, yeah. regardless of who else is interested. So that doesn't really bother me too much. Um, as I said, it's a question for Michael Beale to see where we are today. There has been a suggestion that this... Um, negotiations with him has, has been ongoing for a few weeks. So yeah. if that's the case and that's all going back on in the background, then and Michael Beale has been quite um, honest when he spoke about that, then I'd be quite um, sure that, that, that we would be okay there with regards to PSV. So we've just got to wait and see. But as you said, we've got the opportunity to ask Michael Beale today. Um, I also want to ask Michael Beale on the contract situation with Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent. I understand that it was asked two, three, four weeks ago, but it's something that's prevalent for a lot of the fans and they've been asking them for it. So I intend to kind of ask them if, if we're anywhere closer or or if there's an update on that. And I realise it may be a kind of frustration, but um, I would rather ask that than, than yeah. you know, yeah. ask them something on Sunday. So th there is a couple of things bubbling away and we've got the opportunity, obviously, to speak to Michael today. It's my, my first time, I think, at a press conference in, in a good while. I did manage to ask him a a question after the Celtic game, but um, if you remember, Derek, it didn't resemble very much because it could hardly speak. So, a <laughs> um, couple of things to ask him today in the, in the Todd Cantwell situation is certainly one that will come up for sure. 
Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Stephen Gillespie says, "What time is the presser today, guys?" Uh, I believe we've got, we're speaking to a, yeah, speaking to a player at twelve forty-five, and Michael Beale will be uh, around about uh, ten past one or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm led to believe, uh, Stephen. So, uh, as always, we'll bring you. Uh, the, the press conference reaction on, on the site and on our social media channels as well. Um, Brian Moore gets in touch, Stevie. What's concerning is no one leaving either. Um, is that a concern for for you? I think I think it's fair to say that this squad needs not not not, enti- not entirely ripped up, but it needs some some major surgery. I think done to it. Um, were you expecting some players to be heading out the door by this point? Possibly, but then you look at the injury situation, Derek, and yeah. you, you consider that then. Perhaps they've just said, you know, no one's going to go. You know, I don't think we're going to be in that situation come the summer. There will be, you know, a good half a dozen, possibly more first team players heading out the door. And, and we'll be recruiting quite heavily as well. So I think what we've got to understand as well is January. January is a really difficult month. There's not a lot of business going on anywhere apart from when you see some of the, the crazy deals down south. I mean, I'm thinking Chelsea. Um, to see the business they're doing, for example, but th- there's not there's not much happening elsewhere. So it's a difficult one. It's a difficult month. We would maybe look to be getting rid of some of the the higher earners that aren't maybe um, you know making a a contribution to the first team at the moment. But there's a lot of them that aren't fit and and things like that. So there, there's a number of of situations as well as. The comment that came in before there, you know, about they need to be wanted and able to sell them speaks volumes as well. So, yeah, it's a really difficult month. I, I if, if we were in the summer and we were saying nobody's going to be leaving and things we were concerned, I would be concerned. But at the moment with injuries and things like that, then it's a difficult one, Derek. I, I wouldn't expect to see much movement. I would have been in favour, possibly, and this is a, perhaps controversial, if Alex Lowry is going to be kicking about the lower leagues and things like that, I would have maybe been looking to, to put him out on loan and get some proper first-team experience, only if he's not going to be involved in the first team and around about that. So I realise that um, I've spoken before on here, I'm a big fan of Alex Lowry and I would rather have him around the first team and playing, but that's not really happened due to injuries and, and things like that. So if we had the possibility about possibly putting him out on loan, I would I would be considering that, but only if he wasn't going to be in Michael Beale's plan. So things like that um, perhaps might start to move towards the end of the window, um, depending on, on what's happening. So there's still plenty of time with regards to, to people going out, um, although that kind of flies in the face of me saying that I'm really wanting players in. So yeah. it's a difficult one, Derek. Yeah, that's interesting you touched on Alex Lowry. I think because Michael Beale was asked about that, uh, I think on Friday prior to the Aberdeen game, he said he's not going out on loan. In fact, no first-team players are heading out on loan this month. Uh, I'm with you, though, Stevie. I'm of the opinion of that if he's only going to get cameos every few weeks or so, I would rather he'll be out, go out there on loan. Ideally... Either abroad or to the English Championship or English League One, I think that 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 would do him the world of good, to be honest. Um, but listen, Michael Beale knows him better than any of us, so he sees him in training every day. So I need to trust his judgment with, with regards to that one. Denzel says that I think we're in danger of ruining Lowry if we're, we're not careful. Uh, would you go along with along with that, Stevie? This, I mean, we have only seen him. He started against Motherwell, didn't he? Um, 
I thought he did okay. He had been out for a long time, of course, scored that hat-trick against civil service strollers. But for me, I think Michael Beale touched on this as well, it's, he's not so much wasted in the Lowland League, but he's, he's too good for that level, isn't he? He's in that sort of middle ground between uh, being too good for the B team and trying to push into that first team. Yeah, I wouldn't agree that I think we're in danger of ruining Alice Lowry. But if you if you venture back to the late 90s when Barry Ferguson was really pushing and yeah. probably should have got more game time under Walter Smith, I don't think Alex Lowry is quite there. Now, somebody says, I don't understand why Alex Lowry, um, John Dooley says, I wasn't yeah. understand why he wasn't brought on on Sunday. Look at the state of that pitch. He's just returning from injury. He's yeah. not played a lot of games. So that's obviously, I think, the reason why he wasn't brought on. The substitutions that were made in terms of Scott Wright proved to be a match winner. So it's, it's maybe one to, to consider. Possibly that situation might change for Alex Lowry, although there is a lot of game time coming up. So I, I would go back to what I said, Derek. If, if I was given the opportunity mm. and they said, well, he's not going to play a lot, um, he's, he's going to be a bit part here and there, then I would be looking to, to possibly put him out on loan only if he wasn't getting the game time in the first team. We need to keep progressing him. So I think that's really important as yeah. well, that he doesn't stand still. I would agree with you and go back to the point as well, that the Lowland League, uh, no disrespect to it, because it's done really well for Alex Lowry. He's obviously progressed through that and, and gained that, that progression um, throughout the last 18 months playing there. But I think now he's matured and, and progressed past that. So we need to look at carefully the next steps. And if he's not going to play, and you would think about Hadji coming back, if Todd Cantwell does come in, it becomes more difficult for him. So we need to look at where that is and make sure he's not stagnating. I wouldn't go along with ruining him. I would think stagnating is more where we need to be careful of making sure that he's always kind of heading in that trajectory we want them. But I would imagine that, you know, um, Michael Beale would know him better than any of us and know what's going on in training as well. So we just need to trust the judgment on that one. Yeah, uh, and there's uh, so, so lots of comments coming. Mark Higgins says, uh, Tillman is the number one choice in Arfield then. Uh, Lowry, that leads me on to, to Tillman. Uh, I've got a piece on the website this morning, folks, saying why I think Rangers should be trying to thrash out a deal with Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich to get them to stay on permanently. And uh, that ties in with the comment here from Jack Salmon. He says, uh, do you think Tillman will sign permanently? We spoke to him after the game on Sunday, and he was rather coy in his answer uh, as to whether he's uh, discussed extending his uh, stay at Ibrox past the summer. He said it's between the clubs to uh, reach an agreement, uh, and he wouldn't say, he just said, uh, with that little wry smile, uh, wouldn't commit either way. But it certainly looks like he's enjoying his football, Stevie. Uh, he's adored by uh, most of the Rangers supporters. We posted the, the little clip on, on, on Twitter uh, on Sunday, and there were some fans that, that are, aren't, uh, aren't too keen on signing them at, at this moment in time. They want to see more from them. I'm well on board the, the Tillman train, I've got to admit. Uh, I think Rangers need to uh, thrash out a deal with Bayern Munich. I think that has to be a priority. Uh, do you go along with that? What I would say is, uh, with regards to his answer, I've seen a couple of people talking about it. He's got to be careful because Bayern Munich are still his bent yeah. club. Yeah. And there's a potential that he might still go back there if, if things don't work out or we don't get a deal. So... Um, I I don't I don't read too much into his comments or you know he's been very positive in the past. Michael Beale yeah. has obviously spoke very positively about him. Are we in a rush to get him tied down at the moment? 
possibly not, Derek. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in a rush. I would be looking at this towards the middle of March, the end of March time. I would be going back to Bayern Munich as well and saying, um, you know, we possibly got this fee. Could we do something with it? The issue I've got, Derek, is that if Rangers have a budget of say eight to ten million pounds, and it's going to cost us five million to get Tillman, and that squad needs a lot of work, then we're going to have to be very careful about how we spend our money. That's my only, um, only reservation with it. Would I keep Malik Tillman? You know, under normal circumstances, yes, I would. I think that again, he's got a lot of way to go. I think he's a high, um, high potential and high value player. I don't think you lose any money on that boy if you make the investment in there. And there's a chance that you could possibly, um, you know, possibly double that or, or, or make at least money on it if you were spending five million pounds. So, yeah. what I would say, Derek, is though that we're in a position where at the moment there's a lot of hype around Malik Tillman. Um, sometimes in games he's not quite performing as highly as he possibly could. He's getting a lot of attention off players. We know that now. So I think he's I think he's somebody that plays around the edges of games at times and then can produce a moment of absolute magic, which we've seen him done. Now you you know that he's only I think he's still only 20. He's he's produced um a lot of good stat numbers um, with regards to goal involvements, assists. You only have to look up at Petodri um to get that cross in just a couple of weeks ago in the last minute to see um you know how valuable he is his goal at Motherwell for example um so he's well worth it he's somebody that I would want to keep it just there's a bigger picture to it Derek that that I, I need to think yeah. about um with regards to what our budget might be where we are with it could we get him for example I don't think if he said to Rangers fans we had a similar deal arranged where Yanis Hadji managed to get him for three million pounds if you manage to get Malik Tillman for three million pounds, I don't think there's any Rangers fan out there that would turn that sort of deal down. So we're looking at the club maybe to try and see what they can do with that. You know, um, try and see if they can they can um, manage to negotiate. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Negotiate a, a slightly better deal and and go from there. But you know, the ceiling's very high for him. And um, he he is a player that that can do different things. I heard Adam talking about him with you, um, with regards to comparisons of Joe Aribo, and he was talking about you know he's already made a better contribution in terms of goal involvements and things like that than than Joe Aribo had at this point. So that was an interesting one. If you look at what we sold Joe Aribo for, and ultimately Joe Aribo went to score in a European final and things like that. So. If we're looking at Malik Tillman as having the same trajectory and progression level um, up to there, then I think that's that makes it, um, you know, a must-do deal. But he's a player that I like. Um, I'm on record as saying I like him. He frustrates me a wee bit, Derek, because yeah, yeah. the likes of Saturday, uh, Sunday rather, at half time, I mentioned that I felt that I needed more from him, more from Fashion Sakala, and people were like, "Hold on, there are better players." And I was like, yes, but I still think that they are match winners and they could step up. I still thought Malik Tillman could have kicked on and taken it on a wee bit. And, and he didn't, and he was substituted off. So there's there's games like that where um, he, he, he kind of plays just just on the, the periphery, perhaps, of it. 
and I think we can get more out of him. But he's definitely, definitely a very good player, and you know, um, definitely somebody we should be looking towards keeping. Um, rather than definitely saying no, but I'm just a wee bit. There's a bigger, as I said, Derek. Not to repeat myself. Yeah, there's a bigger talks. picture with with transfer budgets and things we need to be careful with. Yeah, uh, I agree with Cheeky Coffee. Makes it the comment here is a star in the making. We'll make money from him. I, I can see him starring uh, at some point uh, in his career down south in the, in the Premier League. I think he's that good. Uh, I need to remember this is his first proper full season in senior football as well, playing week in, week out, and he certainly looks like he's enjoying his, his football at Ibrook, so uh, long may that continue. Uh, Bob uh, says, Tillman's got the Ted McMinn X-Factor, yes, uh, <laughs> which is a, an interesting one, one for the uh, the Rangers does it, if you like. He was he was a, a super player for Rangers. Um, some other interesting comments coming in here. Brian Moore gets in touch, Stevie. Who plays between the sticks at Kelly? And this ties in with what Michael Beale uh, was speaking about uh, in terms of Alan McGregor after the game on Sunday, uh, talking to the, the dailies, he said that uh, Alan McGregor is the best goalie in Scotland. Me and Alan have got an un unbelievable trust built up over a long period of time. He knows that every now and then I'm going to say to him, OK, I'll rest up this one and play this one. But the majority of time he'll play. In my opinion, he is the number one goalkeeper in Scotland. And I think we're not far off from having that with the other couple that we have in the building. I get Alan McGregor, you leave him out, but he's completely up to speed with everything that is going on. He's a really mature man. He thinks about the whole club, the whole team, not just himself. And that's why he's been such a top professional. Um, okay, uh, Tomorrow night is obviously the the, the, the the amazing 3G surface uh, at Kilmarnock. Oh, how we've missed that. Um, would you, I guess not just McGregor, Stevie, but is there other players that you would be, uh, I might ask Michael Beale this later on, that, that may alter his selection process based on the surface? We've seen Jamie Murphy a few years ago, didn't we, suffer that that, that horrible injury on, on, that, on that surface? Uh, but in goals, would you be, I guess, from, from Michael Beale's comments, that seemed to suggest that, Alan will play tonight, or could we see John McLaughlin come back in? Or tomorrow night, sorry. I think the thing is, if you asked Alan McGregor, you know, 40 years old, 3G pitch, <laughs> yeah. probably about minus five, he would say, I'll have the night off. Thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, it, it won't be a surprise if, if John McLaughlin plays. You know, how do Kamarnik play? Do they play long balls? Do they cross it quite a bit? I've not seen a lot of them. So if they do play like that, that might come into his thoughts with regards to McLaughlin maybe coming in. But we've seen John McLaughlin handle the trip to Ross County and um, Tannadice fairly well with no issues. So um, we've got to remember, I thought about that as well, Derek, about the surface and possibly making changes. And and we that will come into Michael Beale's think, thoughts, I think. But we've also got to go and win that game. So we need to keep winning. You know, there's a cup game on, on Saturday. We need to keep the momentum. And I'm looking for every game, I'm looking for a wee bit more um, in terms of our performance. I spoke about this last night as well. We talked to him on the, on the pod as well that we've done that. These games that we've played under Michael Beale have all, the, <coughs> excuse me, they've all had a certain kind of um, pattern, which is we seem to start well hit problems in a game, become kind of bogged down, then begin to progress at the end of the game. If you look at the Celtic game, for example, was very similar to Aberdeen. Um, quick yeah. start, lose the goal, although Celtic goal came earlier, get a wee bit bogged down, lose our way slightly, then finish strongly, then come out like a tornado at the, end, at the start of the second half, do really well, flip the game, 
and then towards the end of it, we start to dip again. So the games are very similar in pattern. If you look at Tannadice, Tannadice is the exact same. So I'm looking for Rangers to start um, these little spells that they hit. Michael Beale spoke about taking anxiety out of the team, Derek. Yeah, I'm looking for them to to each game be progressing and, and keep going forward. I'm really happy about the kind of trajectory, to use that word again, that, that we're heading on and, and it's positive, but it's a long way from being where we need to get to. I think it would be naive to sit here and say everything's wonderful. It's not, but um, I think where we're heading is, is positive. So these wee things in game and tomorrow night's the exact same. I'm looking for that wee bit more. So um, we've got a game to win tomorrow night with regards to making wholesale changes. There might be a few of them. You know, you look at, he's, he's spoken before, James Tavernier. Um, you know, I think he's injury-free now. John Lundstrom spoke about playing through injuries. Is there question marks over a couple of them? Ryan Jack, we know, played 120 yeah. minutes on Sunday. On that surface, could he go again? So, Glenn Kamara might come in to start. Um, there's, a, there's a couple options to do things there. So, um, I wouldn't see wholesale changes. Three, two, three changes possibly, yes. But we've still got to make sure we go and win that game and and, and be confident and, and deal with that. It'll be a tricky one. It'll be a cold night. Um, it'll make yeah. the surface slightly harder. So we've got to go and deal with that and make sure we keep the momentum going under Michael Beale result-wise. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, we'll just touch on a couple of quick ones. Uh, John McFadgen says, uh, what's the latest on Hadji? Uh, Michael Beale did say uh, last week that he should be back for St. Johnston. Yes, Stevie, the, the, the game at home at Ibrooks, I think, at the end of the month. Him and John Souter. Uh, I believe should be back for that game, which is uh, fantastic news. So fingers crossed that uh, materialises. And, and like I say, folks, at the press conference later today, we will get an injury update, particularly Kimar Roof, um, who, of course, was away for a scan yesterday uh, on that fall he suffered uh, at the weekend. Fingers crossed that is not uh, anything serious. Um, but yeah, listen, Rangers got a huge uh, match tomorrow night. Score prediction, Stevie, because obviously we won't speak before the game. Uh, do you think Rangers will continue that they're good run of form under Michael Beale? Will it be another one of those halftime team talks that, 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 that the team will need to go on and, and win the game? I, I expect it to be a bit of a battle tomorrow night, I've got to say. I think Rangers are going to have to roll up their sleeves. Yeah, it always is going to Kilmarnock, especially on that surface. Um, as we said, cold night. Um, it's going to be difficult. They are a well-organised and, and decent team. Yeah. I would hope Rangers would go up there and, and, and deal with it. You know, it might be similar to Tanadice, where they, um, it's, it's a bit, you have to wait in the game until we make the breakthrough and things like that. But I would hope that our strength and our class would kind of show through. Um, I would go along with Shug. I think 2-0 would be a nice result up there. Keep the clean sheet. Um, get back down the road and, and look forward to Saturday. But it's going to be yeah. it's going to be a very difficult game. But I'm hopeful that Rangers will, will, will see that through. I don't have um, I don't I don't have any issues with going to Kilmarnock. You know we should be able to go and do that and 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 win that game. They are a good side. They're well organised. All respect to them. Understand that. But we should be going and and you know it is very similar to Tannadice, Dundee United away. Um, so hopefully we continue that. I'd like to see Brian mentions Ryan Kent there possibly scoring. I thought he had our best, um, his best all-round complete game on Sunday. Said that yesterday for quite a while. So hopefully we can get the same out of him, the same level of threat, although he's not hit the net, the same level of threat, picking it up in the middle, driving on, taking shots and things like that. So it goes back to what I said before, looking for a bit more 
every single time. Um, let's get the win and, and look forward to Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed Rangers can, can do the business tomorrow. Um, okay, thank you to Stevie as ever. And thanks to everyone for interacting with the show. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to subscribe to the channel, you can see the banner on the screen there. Uh, it's totally free and you, and you can do that. It'd be great to have your support. And also that, that offer we've got on the website, uh, just £2 for two months worth of content. It's cracking value. You'll find loads of Rangers content on there to keep you amused. Head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. We'll be back again tomorrow, but until then, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday.